Hey, it's Brad J., your host of Tame Your Talent. Welcome to your Monday, November 15th show. And I'm with you, man. Another podcast. Doing it again with you. Brad J., alongside. Hanging with you. Uh, follow me on YouTube. Subscribe to my YouTube page. All right? I think I've had... Uh, since I started yapping about my YouTube page, I think I had like five new subscriptions to it. Hey, I'm just trying to, you know, help you. There's going to be some good stuff on there. There already is. and There's going to be more. I'm just trying to hook you up, letting you know ahead of time, okay? Trust me on this one, man. Tame your talent on YouTube. Enough said. Tame your talent on YouTube. <laughs> uh, you can email me too, tameyourtalent at gmail.com, tameyourtalent at gmail.com, and uh, tune into my radio show Monday through Friday. If you like classic rock, whoa, man. I got six hours of it for you nightly, Monday through Friday. Put that in your pipe, okay? Because uh, that comes your way. Monday through Friday on the West Coast, Pacific Standard Time, 7 p.m. till 12 a.m. So 7 to midnight. And you can tune in on ktyd.com. That's ktyd.com, Monday through Friday. Boom. All right, on the show uh, yesterday, I did a special like COVID craziness show uh, yesterday for on, on Sunday because it just, you know, I was kicking back at the house and I'm like, you know, what I want to talk about it. I want to talk about some, I've never once really talked about the whole COVID stuff. And, you know, I thought, you know, people want to know about some of that and, you know, about the testing and what have you. And if you'd missed yesterday's show, let me bring it up to you. What happened it was on yesterday's show. I talked about right before I was going to the Olympics in Tokyo, I mean, seriously, the day before, right, I get an email back from the COVID clinic, which I had done my nasal swab earlier that day, saying that I was positive. And so this put my whole entire Olympic job in jeopardy, and not just the job in jeopardy, but as a freelance worker, there's a lot of money hinging on that. So I would have lost all the money that I was supposed to make going to the Olympics, and I'm not going to disclose the amount that I get paid to do TV for them, but that was a lot of money that I would have lost. So, got the positive test reading, like 9 p.m. My flight's the next day at 1 p.m. So, I call the manager over at COVID Clinic. She tells me, and I'm sorry I'm rehashing the story if you heard it yesterday, but I'm just rehashing for people who did not hear it. She tells me that uh, don't worry about the positive test. We'll fix it. Everything will be fine. And that's what she said. Everything will be fine. Which made me not realize, well, then how does that work? How is everything going to be fine? And how do you know that? I mean, what if I'm just on the beginning of getting sick? I mean, legit, I could have been at the beginning of getting sick because I tested positive. But she said, don't worry, we'll take care of everything. So she told me to come back in next day, drove to L.A., took a test in the morning, and I was negative. And I called her back. I thanked her for her time, for, for helping me out. I thanked her for all that. And then I asked her, I told her, I go, well, because the first thing was positive, because I tested positive, what happens with that test? And I go, oh, that goes on to the count for the, uh, that would be for the state count of California for new cases. And I go, but I was negative the next test. And it goes, yeah, but it goes because of the positive. So I'm like, I, now I'm way confused. I'm not a doctor. I don't know any of this stuff. So nevertheless, I was negative the next day. I was able to get on my flight. I went to the Olympics in Tokyo, did the job, and it was awesome. And uh, the rest is history there. So I just thought it was funny. 
And I thought it was funny. Then I started doing a little research on the whole Aaron Rodgers thing too. Uh, the Green Bay Packer quarterback who tested positive, who did not, who was not vaccinated, and the fact that he tested positive. But then I guess from what I read, he tested negative the two next tests in a row. So was he positive or what he's negative? I don't even know anymore. I can't keep track. And you know what? I don't even want to. So this is going to be the last show that I even talk about it because it's all so confusing. All I know is anytime you have to go anywhere, you got to test. And that's basically it. And you got to wear a mask on a plane. So there you go. <laughs> all right. All right. So welcome to your Monday. Uh, yes, uh, the story for me, of course, uh, signed the contract for Beijing. I'm starting to see a lot of commercials right now on TV for the Beijing Olympics. A lot of people are like, is it going to happen? Are they going to do the Beijing Olympics? Why is it so close before from Tokyo? He's had the Olympics. Why is there another Olympics? There's a lot of questions out there. So let me clarify just a couple. First off, um, why is this Olympics so close to Tokyo? Because Tokyo got bumped a whole entire year. Okay. The Olympics are in two year increments. You know, that's when they are. And basically, not quite two years, but just about shy of a couple months. And so since Tokyo got bumped by a whole year, Tokyo took place in July and August and finished up. That meant that Beijing was scheduled for 2022 in February, which all Winter Olympics are usually held in February. So there was no way they weren't going to be back to back. And then a lot of people were saying, is there going to be a Beijing Olympics? Well, if you watch anything on NBC right now, there's they're putting the commercials out. The return of Sean White, he's coming back to compete. He's trying to go for another gold medal. So all this stuff's being being out there. But then when you talk to people, who they go, are you going? Are you? And, well, I've signed a contract. So they've accepted my contract. I've signed it, so I plan to go there. But before that, there's a bunch of uh, events that are coming up in the States, like the Olympic qualifiers, because you have to be able to to pick an Olympic team to represent the USA. So you have to pick the snowboarders to represent uh, half pipe and slope style. And then you got to pick the same ones for uh, snow cross and the same from the ski side, half pipe, slope style, ski cross, all that stuff. So that's the stuff they're going to be designing. I'm going to be announcing a lot of the, the qualifiers for big air. We have this really cool big air event coming up in steamboat Springs, uh, steamboat Springs, Colorado. I think the second through the fourth of next month where I'm going to be, uh, doing my podcast from there but pretty stoked on that fired up on that event that's going to be uh the second qualifying event and that's how it's going to go and then i want to bring something up i wanted to get off this whole olympic topic for a second and kind of go back to when the whole announcing thing for me because i got an email from this guy jeff from santa barbara and he asked me he goes when did you really know that you wanted to be an announcer that's a that's a great question. Jeff, I thank you for that. And you can email me too, tameyourtalent at gmail.com, like Jeff did. Uh how did I want to know how did I know I wanted to be a professional announcer? Well, I think I really took I really took interest in radio, and I've covered this on my show before in other my previous podcasts. I really took interest in radio as a kid. You know, before satellite radio or any of that, it was FM AM, and I liked hearing the DJs. I was probably more drawn to it. I think I was drawn to it for some reason. I don't know what it was. It was just, I was drawn to maybe just the talking or something for DJs, but that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I was into. And so that was pretty much kind of the way 
it went for me. And then my dad had this, he was a real estate broker and an insurance broker, but he had a part-time radio show that I don't even know if he got paid for it, but he'd volunteer it. And he would call the show, think about it. And what he would do is he would tell kind of like a, a ghost story with kind of a twisty ending to it, like a true ghost story from where we lived at the time, which was Santa Barbara County in California, a town called Lompoc. So he would, he would tell this twist at the end, and then at the very end of the of his show, he'd always say, "Think about it," and that would be like the little clincher, his little tagline at the end. And I was kind of like, I like that because I was already into radio a little bit, and then here my dad have a little, it's just a little AM spot on the radio. It was just on the AM, but it was cool because I'd hear the story and I liked it. So that's when I was younger. And then I got to about, oh, we were about 16, 17, right around there. And we started, you know, we're all surfers and we'd started traveling down to, uh, to Baja, Mexico to start doing little surf trips down there. Right. And, and my mom had, uh, bought me one of these, oh my gosh, what was this? Like this, uh, VHS camera you know the big VHS tapes the big ones right this camera that my mom got me I think it was like 89 or I don't even know when 88 89 she buys me this massive camera where you could slide in this this video cassette right and then close it and then you could tape on it and then you could drop plug it directly into your VCR at home so there wasn't like you had to plug a cable in or anything you just took it right out of the camera and plugged it in so she gave me this and then I start we started messing around with it. So we were down, I think it was in Mexico. It was in Baja. Probably 89, maybe 88, not 1988, 89. And we turned the camera on and my buddy was filming me. And we were in one of those like those little market areas, you know, where they sell, you know, they sell rugs, they sell ponchos, hats, sombreros, all kinds of trinkets and stuff are for sale over there. And so my buddy turns on the camera and I get kind of in front of it and I start trying to work deals. Uh, how much for this? How much for this? Hey, would you take a dollar for this? And I'm like haggling with these people on camera and we shot it for a little while, just, just messing around. We didn't mean anything by it, but you know, I had the camera, we were in Mexico. Why not use it? So we used it. And then I plugged it into the VCR later on that day. And I was like, and I don't even think I still have the tapes anymore. They, I don't even know where those went. But I plugged it into the VCR the next day, or later that day, and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I kind of like that. And so it kind of set off a light bulb in my head that, man, maybe that's something you could do down the road, right? You know? And it was years later when I got the break. I mean, it was, I mean, at least 10 years passed out before I got my break in radio and then before I got my break doing TV stuff and like all that took a little while to happen but I remember that moment and I almost forgot about this moment I forgot completely about that moment of when I watched that tape and had that feeling like hey maybe this is something you could think about that as like a career you could do something with that so I just started you know and then I kind of filed that in the memory banks and went on and you know, went on to college and what have you and took a communication classes at uh, Santa Barbara City College, all with the idea of trying to become a professional DJ, then eventually got the job, got into DJing, was happy with it, it was fun, fired in 99, was looking for something bigger, found X Games in 99 with ESPN and the rest is history from there and moved on from that point on. But I remember that day, just a random day, turning on the camera and going. And now, I mean, 
with cell phones nowadays, everybody's got a camera so they can just film wherever they want. So that, so Jeff, to answer your question, I would have to say that is where it had come from is back on my quest to become a DJ. And then that little, that one day shooting for about 20 minutes at a little Mexico market in uh, Baja, California. And that made me think about it. That made me like, that got the gears rolling. Like, Hey, maybe there's something in this for you. You know, maybe there's something in the whole announcer side of things. And, and that's what I got going. I also have a tame your talent is an announcer school that, that I have put together with 80 some odd videos that I've shot over the past 10 years all the tricks, the tips and secrets that I've learned to become a professional announcer, podcaster, YouTuber, whatever, just a host on camera, good on the mic. That's what I've created these classes. And eventually that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to release these classes and then it's going to be up for the public. I haven't done it yet because I'm having too much fun just doing this stuff, like committing to the podcast, a daily podcast. Well, first was so daunting to me, but now it's like, you know what, dude, you could do this. Just do it every day. Turn on the mic, talk about some cool stuff, entertain a few people, and uh, keep it going, all right? And I appreciate each and every one of you that uh, do listen. So subscribe. You can do it on SoundCloud or wherever, whatever you listen to the podcast. Uh, just subscribe, be part of it, and uh, we'll keep this thing going for a long, long time. Check me out on YouTube. Tame Your Talent on YouTube. Really cool behind-the-scenes footage from the Olympics, and there's going to be a lot more of that coming up with this busy winter in the Beijing Olympics. You'll be able to follow all that, so you might want to subscribe now so you're uh, you're in the mix. Don't forget my radio show that I do, Classic Rock, six hours of it nightly, Monday through Friday. You can tune in at ktyd.com, ktyd.com on the West Coast Pacific Standard Time here in Cali. There you go. Follow me on social media, Brad, J-A-Y-M-C. That's going to do it. That's Tame Your Talent for your 15th day of November. Happy Monday to you all.